0: Welcome to Awaz Sapki on podcast 24. My name is Sharad Kohli. I'm an economist and a finance expert. The Reserve Bank of India today made the monetary policy announcements after the three-day meeting ended. And increase of 50 basis point on the repo rate has been done. Quite expected. I would say the increase was quite expected, but the quantum of increase probably to some may sound little more than what was expected i call this as a front loading why front loading because the inflation for the last six months has continued to be beyond the tolerable limits of the rbi that is over it's been over seven percent for a while and the rbi tolerable limit of between two percent and six percent it has definitely been above that for a very long time now so i think rbi was quite concerned that the inflation must be tamed as early as possible which is why this front loading has been done that is 50 basis point of repo rate has been enhanced apart from this sdf now stands at 5.15 and the msf stands at 5.65 whereas the overall repo rate stands at 5.4 percent what does it mean for all of us it means that emis that we pay on housing loan emis that we pay on car loans emis that we pay on various consumer loans they are likely to become more now. That is the cost of borrowing funds is going to be more because the banks are sooner or later going to further enhance their lending rates. It would also though, there is some little bit of good news for the people who deposit in the bank, that the bank deposit rates may also move up, although not in the same proportion as the lending rates, but definitely there would be some improvement in the deposit rates as well. Now, what was more important today in the monetary policy announcement, we were all expecting increase in the repo rate. It hasn't really come as a huge surprise, although the quantum is a bit more, but overall hike is not surprising at all. I think what was more important today was the commentary, and that's what people were waiting for, and a couple of other numbers. One number was India's GDP projections, and I think the RBI governor continued with his projection of 7.2 with, with while saying that India is going to be amongst the fastest developing economies around the world, despite the world facing crisis on many fronts. Second thing, the inflation forecast has been kept at 6.7% for this fiscal year, which is again you know, above the tolerable limit, which in turn means that we will have to continue to reel under inflation for rest of this financial year as well. We are not going to see any major, major relief. There may be some moderation towards the third or the fourth quarter of this fiscal year, but nothing major is going to change. Although, what is going to change is that it may not go off further as per RBI projections. However, as an economist, I would say that the situation right now is very dynamic and things may change very quickly, which may make these projections go haywire at any point of time, because of the more because of the geopolitical situation. Let's not forget that four places in the world right now are at war. I mean, Russia, Ukraine is anyway on since 24th of February this year. We saw aggression in Azerbaijan, Armenia yesterday, China, Taiwan, the flare up we've seen after the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit. And of course, the West Asian war seems never ending, which which has been happening for a very long time. So with four places around the world, being geopolitically disturbed. We really can't say that the world is going to stabilize because IMF and the World Bank has been using the R word. It is the R word because the word recession is being used more often than not. And with four places around the world in conflict, I think recession becomes even more realistic than imaginary. What was being, you know, you know, speculated now almost seems that it may set in across the world well Indian economy will have to suffer but this is what RBI governor spoke about he did speak about the challenges around the world but what he emphasized upon is that the Indian economy is resilient there are a lot of good things in the Indian economy he said the merchandise export is getting better our service exports are getting better our FPI that is uh, exodus of the funds from the Indian stock markets which have been more than 13 billion dollar in fact he pointed out 13.6 billion dollar in this fiscal year itself has seen a bit of turnaround in the month of July, that in the month of July, we've seen some positive inflows. And he also pointed out that India has got the fourth largest Forex reserves in the world despite depletion over the last few months because of the currency swaps that RBI has to do to stabilize the rupee. I think that has cost the Forex kitty a bit, but we are still in a very healthy position, good enough to to keep us alive for 10 months of imports, at least for that matter. He also pointed out that the strength in dollar is is also slide in rupee or if I put it in the other words the slide of rupee is not because of the weak Indian economy or because of the weak rupee factors it is simply because of strengthening dollar because dollar is an international currency there is a hot demand for dollar for various reasons for trading for debt for forex reserves and so and so we must not forget that dollar is the most dominating currency around the world and therefore is in more demand. And also the inflation has not helped India's import bill. Apart from the crude oil, our overall trade deficit has touched a record of $31 billion in the month of July, which is a matter of concern. Whereas our exports have risen, our imports have risen greater than that. He did speak about certain other uh, strong factors for the Indian economy. He spoke about a good monsoon until now. He spoke about manufacturing being robust about a strong EMI, he spoke about rural demand being being okay i mean we're seeing some mixed signals from here and there so overall mixed signals but then the basic resilience of indian economy has been witnessed while the world was suffering with the american economy uh reeling under 9.1 inflation 9.1 percent uh, bank of england also enhancing the rates where the european area is suffering from inflation the southeast asia most of the nations suffering from inflation be it japan be it korea i think inflation is one bug which has bitten the world right across from north to south, from east to west. So from that perspective, I think India's inflation, although it's high, it is is pinching the India's lower middle class and the poor population. But on relative terms, when we talk of the global economy, it hasn't been all that bad. His projections for the GDP remain unchanged. And uh, as I said, my own analysis says that with such a dynamism in the world geopolitical situation, I think the projections being made here are more for record's sake. Because these projections can easily grow and it will be nobody's fault. I mean, you can't blame RBI that, oh, RBI projected 7.2% GDP or RBI projected 6.7% inflation for this fiscal year. And suddenly at the end of the year or maybe after three, four months, you may see a spike or you may see a slide in GDP number or you may see a spike inflation. So I think we, we cannot blame anyone because the geopolitical situation, this is a global village these days and the whole world is entwined with each other. So there is no reason why India will not be feeling the ripple effect if the world at large is suffering. So I think we are in for tough times. Uh, We can only hope, wish and pray that uh, the world peace stabilizes and these war situations or war-like situations or conflicts, they settle down sooner than later for our economy to settle down as well. We should not forget that China-Taiwan's tension alone can rock the world economy because one third of the world's trade happens through that port, the, the Taiwan South China Sea as it is called almost a third of world shipping happens through that area so you can imagine if if there is disturbance, if there is disruption in that area, uh, well Russia, Ukraine was just a trailer and you could see a major disruption coming from China, Taiwan if, if the tensions flare up in that area. So we are in for tough times and uh, we are in for difficult supply chain uh, management in the times to come because of these contracts Conflicts. Well, we'll have to wait and see how things shape up. But for now, I think we are. We should be in for uh, 50 basis points of repo rate increase. Get ready for a little more uh, EMI bill on your head while earning some more on your deposits. Thank you so much. Until I connect with you again, this is Sharad Kohli saying goodbye.